Hello folks, welcome to Formula 1 Mirror. What an exciting qualifying which we have seen so far in Monaco. Charles Leclerc got the provisional pole position in Q3 and within the last 20 seconds crashed his car which effectively brought out the red flags and every other driver had to abandon their laps which effectively gave Charles Leclerc the pole position. I wouldn't say it is the best way to get the pole position but I think Leclerc would be quite happy to get the pole position after such a long time. Definitely with this ending there are lot many conspiracy theories going around that it was perhaps intentional but looking at the onboards and looking at the pace at which Charles Leclerc was driving at that time and the way he had hit the hit the barriers of Monaco I don't I doubt that it was intentional simply because damaging his gearbox was too much big of a risk for Charles Leclerc in order to do that deliberately even if probably Alonso or Schumacher would have been driving that car it's still quite a big risk to do that and in case he damages his gearbox it would be straight away five place grid penalty so we'll have to see how much damage it is and whether Charles Leclerc will be uh, starting the race tomorrow at the front of the grid or not so congrats Charles Leclerc like it's a brilliant performance for him I saw his especially the Q2 qualifying lap which he did it was amazing his I think there was some pace which was still left in his Q3 lap, I believe he would be still be able to get probably a one-tenth of time. He probably probably would have gained one-tenth of his of the time in the second qualifying lap, which he wasn't able to complete. But still a great performance from him from both from both Leclerc as well as Carlos Sainz as well, and overall great performance from Ferrari in general. Max Verstappen finished in second position and Valtteri Bottas finished in the third position. Both were relatively quite close to Charles Leclerc and I believe they would have got a good chance to actually beat Leclerc in their second qualifying lap in Q3. But if you look at the sector times which both Leclerc and Verstappen did and compare it with the earlier sector times which they had done in Q1 and Q2, I still believe like even if the crash wouldn't have happened, Leclerc would have still got the pole position. So usually what happens was happened was that Leclerc used to lose about two tenths of time in the first sector and he used to gain that bit of time in the Q2 in the sector 2 and sector 3. So currently like when the red flag was brought out we only have Q1 for comparison and Max Verstappen was uh, two tenths up Charles Leclerc in the sector 1. So we don't really have much to compare against but if we compare Q1 and Q2 then we all see a trend over here that Max Verstappen was faster then Charles Leclerc in Q1 but he used to lose time sorry not in Q1 but in sector 1 and then he used to lose time in the sector 2 and sector 3. So even if the crash wouldn't have happened I still believe that Leclerc would have ended up on pole position so in effect like this crash itself decreased the chances of Leclerc to actually start at the front of the grid tomorrow which everyone knows that the grid position is very important in Monaco because it's so hard to overtake on the track. Valtteri Bottas or like in Mercedes in general was slightly had a jaded performance they weren't up to speed Valtteri Bottas looked a lot more comfortable than Lewis Hamilton throughout the weekend which showed up in the uh, Q3 performances as well so Valtteri Bottas was pretty close to Verstappen and he finished in Q3 position or like P3 position actually Carlos Sainz I believe would be slightly frustrated with himself because he was showing very good pace and he was right up to the pace which Leclerc was showing but he made a mistake in the first run in Q3 because of which instead of 
probably being in p3 position he was in p4 position norris did i think extracted a maximum out of mclaren which the max which he could and he finished p5 i, I believe he would be pretty happy with himself considering the performance he was delivering and he didn't really make any obvious errors when he was driving around the track of monaco so i i believe he would be pretty pleased with that pierre gasly definitely like uh, he's he's probably the star of qualifying he is again and again putting the alpha tauri in q3 position and sometimes even putting ahead of mclaren or ferrari which i believe it, the car doesn't really belong over there so this time he actually brought the car ahead of the mercedes which is hats off to his performance so he's he'll be starting p6 Uh, tomorrow lewis hamilton slightly uh, off weekend for him he was never up to the pace and he wasn't he didn't feel really comfortable even in the practice sessions he was locking up the tires quite frequently as well so slightly off weekend for him he'll be starting p7 tomorrow and we can tend to see some what strange strange strategies from mercedes tomorrow so that he can actually gain some positions uh, tomorrow he'll probably either go for a long stint or probably try to undercut others so it, it it will be interesting to see what strategy mercedes plays out and uh, one of the probably the strongest points which mercedes has over other rivals is perhaps the strategy department so on p8 position we have sebastian vettel so extremely good performance for him considering lance stroll will be starting p13 so i'll be uh, so I, i'm thinking he'll be quite happy with his performance and just to get into q3 i'll be believe it's quite a good performance from Aston Martin because Aston Martin this year is not a really good car they have taken a step back from the previous year so to get into Q3 and finish and start on the P8 on the grid i believe he'll be quite happy with it and especially considering he'll be starting ahead of the Red Bull of Sergio Perez who will be starting on P9's position so he'll be pl- pretty pleased with the effort Sergio Perez i believe wouldn't be really happy with his performance in this race as well considering Max Verstappen is starting in P2 position and Sergio Perez is in P9 and he is almost like uh, if i look at the sector times or like if i look at the Q3 times he is almost like 1 second off the pace from Verstappen so that is definitely not what uh, Red Bull wants of him so he definitely need to do some make some miracles or hope for some luck for him tomorrow so that he can actually get some more valuable points for Mercedes from or like take away points from mercedes in favor of red bull so antonio giovinazzi again like i believe he is slightly underrated simply because he is a teammate for kimi raikkonen and kimi raikkonen gets the most of the limelight and most of the media attention so i do believe giovinazzi is slightly underrated and we have again seen a brilliant performance for him he out qualified kimi raikkonen and he got the alfa romeo car in q3 where it definitely doesn't belong definitely alfa romeo is slower than alpine it's slower than mclaren and it's slower than aston martin so to see the uh, an alfa romeo car in q3 it's definitely impressive and i believe he was quite happy with his performances performances as well so i do hope that he finishes in points tomorrow and not really fall back which usually does happen simply because alfa romeo doesn't have the race pace which we expect them Uh, as per their performances in qualifying so i do hope that antonio giovinazzi finishes it finishes it in points so that he can get at least a, a point or at least a couple of points uh, for tomorrow's race then there were some i believe some forgettable performances i believe like 
Esteban Ocon wouldn't be pretty pleased with his performance, but at the same time, he would have beat himself up simply because Fernando Alonso will be starting on P17 position and Esteban Ocon would be starting on 11th. We didn't even see any major errors from him as well. So it's possible that Alpine, this track didn't really favor the Alpine car. So Esteban Ocon, one thing which might favor Esteban would be that he gets a free tire choice. So he might start with the medium tires in order to give him some alternate strategy so that they can gain some positions in the race tomorrow. Daniel Ricciardo would definitely not be happy when he sees Landon Norris starting on 5th position and McLaren in general is a slightly faster car as compared to Alfa Tori or Aston Martin or Alfa Romeo. So definitely Daniel Ricciardo would not be quite pleased with himself starting on P12. Then we have Lance Stroll, Kimi Raikkonen and George Russell in P13, P14 and P15 position. So I believe they started or like they finished as per what their race pace was or whatever their whatever the pace which the car has shown i don't believe they would be pretty happy or pretty disappointed with their performance simply that's where the cars belong uh, one surprise which i one i was pretty surprised with george russell actually because he is one of the people who is known to drive supremely well on saturday and get his car like close to q3 so I was pretty surprised to see George Russell in P15 position because I believe Monaco to be one of the tracks where Williams did have a chance to actually get the points simply because George Russell could have actually started the race on P11 or P12 position and in case of any retirement or any uh, wrong strategy from some of the other teams there was a good chance that George Russell could have actually finished in P9 and P10 position and got the points. But since he will be starting on P15th position, I don't see that happening unless there is some sort of major shunt tomorrow or some sort of red flag or safety car situation. Now on P16th position, we have Yuki Sonoda, another terrible performance for him. But he's still learning, he's a rookie uh, in this season, so he'll still get chances in order to improve upon his performance. But definitely when you have your teammate qualifying in the Q3 and starting the race on P6th position and you are starting on P16th position, it definitely doesn't look. But still, I think he just have to not put some pressure on himself but take things lightly and incrementally so that over the course of the season, he can improve upon him upon his performances. And if he actually finishes closer to Pierre Gasly in the last 5-6 races, I believe Red Bull and AlphaTauri would be pretty pleased with their performances. And he will definitely get, I, I believe, get another year in AlphaTauri in order to impress the Red Bull. So he still has time. He just needs to make some of the improvements incrementally and not put so much of pressure on himself. Fernando Alonso, quite uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically would be starting on P17th position. I, don't, I didn't really see Q1 completely, so I'm really not really sure what happened with Fernando Alonso in Alpine in q1 situation and was there any traffic or he simply wasn't comfortable with the car but that's where he'll be starting tomorrow on the grid right now and then we have latifi mazapin and schumacher round up, rounding up the grid so no major surprises in the last probably like three positions they were uh, probably schumacher would be disappointed that he wasn't able to take part in qualifying because he had a major shunt in the practice session itself 
which didn't allow him to perform in the qualifying and i believe because of that mazepin was able to out qualify schumacher even though like even if you look just look at the practice sessions mazepin was slightly more comfortable with schumacher in general across the entire uh, three practice sessions which we have had so it still wouldn't be surprising if schumacher would have taken part in qualifying and mazepin would have out qualified him but anyways haas is simply so much off the pace with other cars as compared to other teams that they'll anyways be finishing p19 and p20 so no major surprises out of him and latifi definitely as i've already said earlier he needs to improve his performances if he wants to uh, get a chance at driving a midfield car or probably a better car in the coming years so I, that's a wrap up about that's a wrap up for the qualifying which we have had in monaco so far it's it was extremely int- interesting although the last shunt which we saw in leclerc in the last 20 seconds it would have probably raised some controversy but it in some essence made the qualifying all the more interesting as well because it will have it will generate stories and people have will have something to talk about regarding the qualifying session in monaco and definitely a monegasque finishing on the p1 position in a ferrari and getting pole position which probably no one had expected and getting pole position after probably a year and a half it definitely is a feel good story and definitely all the tifosis would definitely like it including me so that's all for now see you in see you the see you in the race tomorrow and we'll probably have another podcast another episode covering the qualifying probably in the next uh, few days see you tomorrow enjoy the monaco race tomorrow thank you bye